When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I am your host, Mahad, and we're back with another race review of the Miami GP, the first ever Miami GP. Uh, I am joined by Richard. How are we doing? I'm all good, bro. I'm all good. You know, just just um, wrap up for YSL at this current moment of time, you know, free the gang and all whatnot. How about you, brother? How are you doing? I'm all good. I'm just avoiding uh, F1 Rico charges, um, obviously, but enjoyed the race. Uh, quite good, you know. There, there, there needs to be some sort of improvements. A lot, little stuff was iffy, but we're going to get into all of that about what's going on with this racetrack and how America's approach the sport. But we have Conley as well. Back to back weeks, brother. How you doing? Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back outside. I'm good, man. How are you? How's it? How's it going? How's it been? Yeah, it's all, it's all good, man. It's all good, man. I'm just ready to get into this F1 action, man. We've got a lot of stuff to get through with this Miami GP. Firstly, we go through the housekeeping, as always. Follow us on Pit Stop Fracker on Twitter. Follow us on Pit Stop Fracker on Instagram. If you're following, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. Please like. The numbers ain't matching the views, so please subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. It makes It helps us out quite a lot. And uh, if you are watching on Spotify, if you are listening on Spotify, please give us a nice review. Uh, please give us a five star review. Same on Apple Music as well, and any other streaming platforms that you use to listen to us. And we'll keep providing you that content. Um, so, firstly, we're going to start with everything on the lead up to the weekend. So, qualifying practice, as you can see, Charles Leclerc put it on pole. Um, I think that's his 14th pole in his career. Uh, it's making a bit of a habit of it. Um, but kind of a couple of things that I wanted to discuss on the lead up to the weekend. We kind of saw George Russell and Mercedes doing quite well in the practice sessions. We saw George, I think he was in the top three twice, topping one practice session as well. And he was lapping times equivalent to Red Bull and Ferrari. And then we get to practice. No, then we get to uh, the uh, qualifying. And George fails to get out of Q2 and does a sets a slower lap than he can that that he did in the whole of practice, which is a bit confusing. But I want to know from you guys. I'm gonna come to you, Richard, first. Yeah. What earth is this W13? What's Allison cooking right now? I don't understand what this car is. Do Mercedes even understand what this car is? Um, well, to be honest, I, I don't know. I don't think anyone has the answers to be fair. Um, at least we know with George that it's some form of t- type of performance and it's not some sort of like seventh, eighth fastest car on the grid, to be fair. Because um, he still holds a record for um, being the only driver to finish in the top five for all five races, to be fair. So that kind of solidifies that they're the third fastest car. And um, we keep on hearing about, you know, upgrades and whatever and, you know, Spain. 
which is the next phase, kind of being the side of these upgrades, you know. People will argue about, oh, yeah, the reason why they're not, you know, challenging Ferrari and Red Bulls because of the zero concepts um, side pods. Some are saying it's the floor or whatnot. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know what to make of this, mate, because as I said, in practice, I think it was either first practice two, I think it was, where they were topping the timesheets and whatnot. And then it gets to quality and they're, they're not near the, the, the main two, if you will. So I I don't know what to make of this, Meg. Ali, all I can say is one thing is that you know they got a finish five and sixth um, this race, which is pretty sound to be honest for the current circumstances that Mercedes are in. Um, but you can only hope it only gets better from here. To be fair, you you would like to assume that, but the problem is you know we need to see over these next four races will it get better from here? If not, it'll just be the case of trying to solidify third and then. Go- Try go again with the W14, but you know, people are obviously, of course, of you know, daddy, um, upset if you will, and emotional that you know, Mayor can't you know, blowing the competition out the water and whatnot, and not challenge a Ferrari and Red Bull. But you know, it's this was the um, visual release of the regulations, you know, it, you know, someone's going to get it right, someone's going to get it wrong. Ferrari and Red Bull seem to have got it right, but Mercedes at this current moment in time have got it wrong, so. There's still plenty of races left. There's still 18 races left for them to correct it. So I don't think we should panic just yet. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think, especially in a season like this, first season um, with new regs, uh, development curves are different for every team. And some, like, like a la 09, Braun are going to hit the floor running immediately with what type of car they've got. But... This car just seems to be, it's like, it's teasing you. It's like, okay, when we saw the free practice, we saw they were matching the Red Bulls and the Ferraris. And then when it actually got to quality, uh, it was nowhere near that type of level performance. And yes, uh, Lewis, what did he qualify? P5, P6. He managed to put in a a good lap and kind of put the ceiling in the car. But that's still the time. If you look at the time difference between Lewis's time and the, the top boys, it's, it's a huge disparity. Kunle, I'm going to come to you. Like, Do you think it's possible to close that gap at this moment in time? Or is it just uh, with this concept or is it kind of looking like a false image at this moment? Um, I, I don't know, man. From from what we're saying, it's how many races in now? Four races, right? We've had five races now. We've had five races and um, with different type of tracks as well, right? We've had races with like long straights. We've had races with um, with with a lot of corners. Um, Miami was a bit of mixed, right? Fast corners and like one long straight or something like that. And what I would say is, I still don't. I don't think Mercedes understand the car they have yet. And and they don't. I don't think they understand what all of their issues are as well. And that's that's even you go, you can't fix what you don't know is broken. You know it's broken. But you don't know what part of it is broken. So it's a bit difficult for them to fix it. They know the power unit is decent because they've seen it in customer cars. It's not it's not doing badly on the customer cars. I don't know if it's the if it's the aero package or the floor or the side pod or the no pods. They like Barcelona's coming. That's the that's the big hope. If they cannot cut the gap in qualifying trims to it's currently about a second 
or second 1.2 1. 1.1 second 1.2 if we're looking at the front guys and if we're looking at the other guys like Perez and Science it's probably about nine tenths right on average I might be I might just be making up the numbers but it, it gives that vibe it looks around like that they need to cut that to about four tenths at least or three tenths I don't see how that's gonna happen in one race I mean, I, I, it's, it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. And you have to remember that other teams are upgrading, right? Up, exactly. So you, you upgrade to catch Ferrari and Red Bull. And I want, they I, do I want, that. So basically, you're upgrading to catch them at the current level, but then they're leaving that level and they're going a bit up. But, but, but what the kind of narrative is and what suggestions are from Mercedes campus if they do make that upgrade and stop whatever the problem is in terms of porpoising we're going to see the performance but there was like, barely match. Any it's going to be a huge gap if there was barely we any saw in that this weekend though I know I know but we saw in this we saw in that practice session yeah they were equal to like Ferrari and Red Bull in that Sand, session and then for you to set I a feel, time I feel like you think the other teams are I feel like I feel like they were sandbagging to be honest I mean, we've okay. seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it times, especially the W. This is thirteen, right? W twelve, W eleven. There was a huge sandbag of a car. Yeah. You know, it would look like it was going to be close in practice, and then in qualifying, oh. it's like boom, half a second, boom, six tenths. Qualifying, Charles Leclerc, one point two eight seven nine six. Yeah, on on Lewis's head, right? in, in, and then so he's put one point two seconds on his head top. Do you make up that time? And I probably and yes. the way Lewis was driving it, he maxed, he redlined it. He was, he was, he was fighting that car. Like he was, he was fighting for his life. You know, rent, he was driving that car. I like rent his deal. I've, I've not from personal experience with history. I've not seen teams make up that amount of time. In within in the, the season, season, in winning that season, no, maybe by the end of the season, yeah, maybe at the end of the season they'll figure out the car. You know, it's like what Red Bull had like two seasons ago before last season. You know, getting to the end of getting to the end of the the season before the last, they were starting to like get it. Say, like, okay, we're matching Mercedes in some places. Our error package is coming through in some places, so we're just energy. We're just like power deficient and when they finally got that power to be up to what they felt like you could be to compete you saw what they did last year so i feel like mercedes should take me personally and i know it's, it's going to be hard for their ego take the l just you know maximize what you can maximize in p5 and p6 put as much sensors as you want to put around the car Especially in Monaco, because like no one gives, no one's gonna go past anybody in Monaco anyway. Just get as much data as you can. No, um, we're not. We're, we're not doing data gathers in Monaco. I'm, let me be honest with you right now. It's, the, yeah. it's, it's, it's done. It's done. Yeah. And, and we we've, we've decided as a cast. Yeah, Monaco pod. I want you guys to tune in. If them if them upgrades ain't upgrading. It's Spain, no? Us. I thought I thought it was Spain. No, no, no. We're, we're gonna give them to Monaco. That's a bit long, though. No, no, no. Because we need to see what the upgrades are saying in the Spain. 
Yeah. Yeah, the then, upgrades coming. The upgrades coming. The upgrades coming. Spain. Then we'll see what I want. And then if they're not, if it's not banging in Monaco, yeah. we're cooking. But we'll we reconvene. But we don't get anything in Monaco. It's just slow quarters. Don't matter. Quality pace. All right. Let me see. All right. But we, All right. We, listeners, we're gonna we're gonna cook when it comes to Monaco. All right. If it, if those upgrades ain't upgraded, hey, but let me do. Do, you, do I want to? Do you want to know what was rapid though in qualifying? Who? Valtteri Bottas. Shout out to Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas. Because when it comes to this quality thing, he knows his thing. He, he does it. That don't brother matter. is good. Don't matter that if he's in the Williams. Don't matter if he's in the Alfa Romeo, Mercedes. Yeah. If it comes to quality, he's gonna cook, and yeah. he continues that to cook. Man. Good. That Alfa's good. That Alfa's good. To be fair. The Alpha is a good car. It's a mm. decent car. It could possibly be, be the third fastest car. On a on a bad day, it might be. Yeah, it could be in that that um that Alpha Tari sort of thing of last year, where yeah. at times you know Pierre was like the third fastest on the um, the grid. So it could be in that sort of like mode, that like third to fifth fluctuation sort of thing. And you know you've kind of got one of the best people for for that at least on the quality perspective. He just needs to implement that in a race and not, you know, the race, the racing part, the, the, the racing part is yeah. different. The racing part, there might be a bit, uh, I'm not seeing, mm. but you know, voucher is going vouchering, mm. but in qualifying, that car is looking good. Mm. What voucher is doing to his teammates uh, is haram. What he's doing, well, right I say, I say, I'm proud of where. Yeah, it's, it's not looking mm. good, but he's a rookie, he's a rookie, we'll mm. give him some more time. But, um, let's talk about the stars of the show of quality. Ferrari boys, first front row lockout since Mexico 2019. Um, signs hitting the wall uh, in, pra- in practice uh, had a big, big impact uh, with, with the concrete wall. I think it was 51 Gs. I think it was similar to Max Verstappen at Silverstone. And he managed to stick it on the front row. Um, we'll come to you, um, Richard. With signs, is, is, this, is this a sign of that he's, he's coming back this season? He's, he's making some sort of recovery. What have you thought of his season so far, just science in general? Um, I think it's been a bit of a mixed bag, to be fair. Um, he's had a bit of unfortunate situations, like, you know, with Imla, with Danny Vick crashing into him. And then he's had situations where he's had head loss, where in, I can't remember what race it was, where he been there in the fucking gravel. So he's had situations like that. Uh, do you know what race was? Uh, it was Australia, I Australia, I think. Australia, yeah, that's right? yeah, Australia. And then Imola so, is in the gravel as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he got for a couple of times. So yeah, he hasn't got off to the best start, but however, when he has managed to finish a race, he's finished on the podium, and that includes um Miami as well. So at least he has that record in a way. Kind of similar to Max in a weird way, you know. When he's finished a race, he's also been on the podium. But obviously I'm not saying he's good, as good as Max, of course, but you know, at least he has that sort of uh, statistics to go for. But yeah, he's not got off to the start he would have won um got off to, to be fair, for lots of external reasons. You know, we, as I said, he did been in um practice no practice, Quali. Where, where did he been in? I can't remember. Yeah, practice, practice, practice on Friday. Yeah, I, I miss Quali because I fell asleep, so that's why I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I This I knew that. That's why I asked you about science in general rather than natural quality itself. I've just thought Yeah. About is it a sign of recovery, especially him finishing uh, on the podium on that in Miami as well? Oh yeah, it's it's definitely a big turnaround because I, what I did see of Collie is that he was on course for a pole, but I think in sector three he kind of like 
just absolutely. Two, two, he, he, yeah. Signs was two temps up entering sector three. That sector three, yeah. I don't know what happened to him. It was he dusted his tires. He must have dusted his tires. He was. It wasn't. He didn't even go green. It was yellow. Yeah, was, you went yellow. That's a pole thrown away. Your bias. It was disastrous. Mm. Like what the hell, brother? Do you think? Do you think it's because of that? Um, ten was it fourteen, fifteen? You know that little bus stop chicane with the with the bump that um even caught up Max. Do you think it's because of that section? Because um, there was there was someone who said that he lost time. Some driver said that he lost time in quality because of that section. It might actually be Max. I can't remember. No, I think there was think one was... corner that he specifically said in this in the post quality interview that he kept on losing time on the whole weekend. And I think, I don't know if it was 16 or 17. It wasn't the bus stop chicane. I think it was the couple corners after that. It right. was, was it the one that people kept going off? When, you, should, when you go, when you go like near the wall, maybe that one. Oh yeah. 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 I think that. Where Max touched yeah, but, the wall. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I do think this is a turnaround, you know, with quality for them to be only two terms offshore. I think that's respectable. Um, in the race, he did kind of get dunked on immediately by Max. However, it was a good overtake, so you, you can't allow him there. Um, but he did up hold off um, Sergio Perez for you know, 10 laps or so and whatnot. Ooh, and you can argue maybe Sergio's in a faster car. You can maybe argue that. So this is a bit of a turnaround for him. And you'd like to hope that he'd be able to um, translate that into Spain because... He needs to. He need, that's his. That's his aim. Um, target now. Just get the best. Get the better of Sergio Perez, really and truly, because with Charles and Max this so far ahead, it's it's going to be difficult for him to try and challenge them per se. Unless I don't know, maybe he just pulls off a mad one. But yeah, that's kind of his target now to target Sergio Perez and trying to make sure he's on the podium instead of him per se. But yeah, he's yeah. Um, it's a good for turnaround this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's the target. He needs to be beating Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez got it's quite a, a quite ahead of him in terms of points because just of the consistency of podiums that uh, Perez has had as well. Um, one thing that um, we need to touch on is Max Verstappen in the qualifying. I'm just going to ask you a simple question, Quinley. Did uh, Max Verstappen quali- uh, bottle qualifying? Did he bottle pole? I mean, they're saying people are saying if you finished the map, you would have been one of the greatest maps. You know, that's, <laughs> just, <laughs> that's what people are saying. I mean, I didn't say it; it wasn't me. But they're saying that first quarter of the first sector. Yeah, cool. first quarter of the first sector. Hall of Fame. Good. You know, it was Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame's first quarter. You know, moving Steph Curry. But yeah, he. I don't know, man. I felt like. You know what? What I've, I'm not one that would give Max that much credit, but I feel like he's driving with a level of confidence these days that he knows that all he needs to do is be around the leader. You know, he doesn't need to be far off. He just needs to be P2 or P3, and it would, it would get his. So once once he made that mistake. Because it was way too early of the lap. I don't unless it went because I didn't even see the mistake properly. But I know I think it, it was very wireless. early. It was sector one. It was sector one. It was sector one. like you know that's quite a bit of that's a bit early to like completely back out of a lap. You know you back out if like there's no chances of improvement anywhere else. Plus also like throughout the weekend, I think Ferrari was faster in sector one anyway. But they like Red Bull was getting sector two and three 
or either they were faster in sector two. No, no, two. no. Red Bull was faster in sector two. No, Red no, Ferrari is faster in sector two, and then Red Bull, and Red Bull had one and three, right? So yeah. So maybe that was at the back of his mind, like you know what, sector two, there might not be that much time to gain, and if I gain anything in sector three, it might be minimal. At best, I'll probably not improve my time or be a bit closer to science. But again, I don't think there was any threat coming from Perez behind him. So at that point, just hold P3 and start on the start on the outside of the data track of the you know the clean line and find your way find your way ahead of science. I think the key for him with the race, I think the plan was always get ahead of science early and go after Charles. And that's what happened. Yeah, um, we're going to get onto the race um, shortly, but we need, to, we need to talk about something, guys. Oh, go on. There was a little thing that happened before the race. Boy, the grid walk. It's called, it's called the grid walk. Oh, Lord of mercy. And just so. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, yeah? I, we, I've been watching grid walks since I was a kid. Martin Brundle, been doing kid grid walks for years, yeah? That might have been the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my entire life when it comes to grid walks, yeah? We saw him calling Venus uh, Williams uh, Serena. We saw him um, calling a seven-foot basketball player Patrick Mahomes, which is weird. I don't know who's setting him up in the earpiece to think that was Patrick Mahomes, but that was just like light-skinned, Don fuzzy hair. Yo, that's Patty. That ain't Patty, B. Aired by David Beckham live on TV. Just aired. Oh, David heard him. Aired him at the beginning, and then he gave him an interview afterwards. But he just yes. aired him completely, bro. He was interviewing guys on the side, like just asking them what they do. Random Coke distributors, bro. Narcos. You know what? You don't want to ask them what they do. Shirt mm. open. Mm. Flagrant. Mm. You're asking mm. these guys what they do. This ain't it, chief. You got you got DJ Khaled saying another one. This is another mm. howler of a Brundle fumble. La howler. La howler. <laughs> La howler. Listen, listen, La this howler. is a super. This I'm dying. Because he's done this in Austin with uh, when he asked Meg Thee Stallion, can you rap? Can you give us a rap? And now he's done rap. Can you give us a rap? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to you, um, Richard, yeah? Mm. Do we need to do we need to tell Brundle to pack it in when it comes to these these grid walks in America with all the celebrities at? Or do you know what, yeah. Or he's getting set up. Do you know what, yeah? It's, it's funny. Because um let's let's circle back. Let's come to the start of this this whole situation, if you will. Let's go back to Austin. Obviously it doesn't make situation in it. Now Meg was getting bear corn off certain demographic, even though she did nothing wrong. It was Draco Malfoy and a bodyguard that was moving mad. And she got bacon for it. Undeserved. Right. All right. Cool. Whatever. Martin was brushed it off and said, it's not that deep. Cool. So we go on to Abu Dhabi now. And obviously him and the producers obviously have had a weird because when he's chatting to Stormzy now, he made a reference to his album. And I was like, right. Well, Martin knows their music here. And I'm thinking, nah, he got debriefed on that. So we go, oh, okay, cool. There's been some sort of agreement to say, Oh, we're gonna have Stormzy there. Da, 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 say this, say that. And Mark's like, yeah, yeah, I remember. He's remembered it. He said it. He's executed it well. Cool. No dramas, no beef. Cool. So we get into Miami now. Yeah. And he had an absolute howler. 
I didn't see the grid walk laugh, but I did catch the highlights on YouTube and that. With the Serena thing, yeah, to be fair in his defense, Serena was behind Venus and he did say hi to Serena, but I think Serena's kind of aired him. Then he moved on to Venus. So, but it did look like he was saying Serena saying to Venus corner Serena, but that wasn't the case. I did watch back the footage. But the it got more awkward when he said him, Oh yeah, who are you here for? Blah blah blah. And then Venus was like, Oh yeah, I'm here for Lewis and all the other drivers. Blah, blah, blah. And then he keeps the mic in her face. Like, why? Uh, it was she, awkward she, silence she, she, for ages, isn't it? Yeah, and she's like, Oh shit, you're still there. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, sorry. What was the question? And he's like, Oh, never mind. I just think that was a bit unnecessary. Not from Venus, from uh, Martin. So I'm like, okay, weird. So then you had the um, interview that random Donnie with, with the shirtless seafood top. And man's, I can tell the guy's uncomfortable. And he's like, Yo, I'm a social media sensation. We're all just like, Okay, yeah, whatever. Cool. That's not a and social media tra- sensation. That's a drug dealer, brother. He yeah, he's from Venezuela to Miami. He's he's on he's on snowfall. That's what he is. He's that that guy on snowfall. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> you tell something the the Yeah, that's yeah, that's him. That's him laughing the flesh. Something like, okay. Martin's trying to bait up the thing. That's strike number two. So then you have the other thing as well. The Ferrari situation. He's trying to ask him questions. He's like, oh yeah, you know you like Ferrari. Da, da, da. But I was like, ah, oh, I'm here with a guy, Richard Mill. I'm here with brother with Sean Mill. Duh, 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 duh. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I like Ferrari cars, but I've, I'm here for my brother Lewis. Duh, duh, duh. He kept repeating that. I think in Martin, just, just allow it. Stop pressing on with the matter. Shake number three. More awkwardness. So then there's the Patrick Mahomes situation. So he's going, oh, I've, I've heard Patrick Mahomes is lurking somewhere. He sees a six foot ten lighty with a Kaylee. Oh, yeah, that must be you. Patrick Mahomes and him and Palaban Sharon look not in the light. So I'm not like there's, there's no comparison apart from the both lighties. That's it. But you know what, white people, that's that's what it is. You see two lighties, oh, they must look the same. And that's that's why he, he's like, Oh yeah, no wonder why you blanked me. We had of course, like fucking I don't see you confusing fucking David Beckham with Ricky Gervais. Like, what what's going on here? Like that <laughs> wouldn't fucking happen. <laughs> like that wouldn't happen, would it? But you know, two lighties, ah, oh, they must look the same. So that's strike number four. So the DJ Khaled situation is is the funny thing here. The DJ Khaled situation was probably the most normal situation out of law, and that was still a bit of a howler because I can't remember what Martin Martin asked who you here for. The DJ Khaled, you know what he does on brand goes on his big big rants because I think Dwayne Wade, this, but I think Dwayne Wade said to him, "Oh, they don't want to see us at the F one." <laughs> and you see Martin's like, "Wait, what? What was it? Was he talking about this?" <laughs> And then of course he does the signature, another one, and then walks off. So but yeah, he had a fam, he had an absolute howler. This you can howler. And Joe, it is it's circle back to your question. Yeah, he is getting set up because you can tell Martin does not know any these celebrities, isn't it? And you know that's fine, isn't it? But a bit of research and a bit of intel from the producers, like that that can go a long way. Rather than saying, Oh yeah, Martin, into go interview my man. A freestyle the thing, and then you're just embarrassing yourself, and now look what it is. So, fam, I think it's the producers and Martin needs to have a sit down. Yeah, they need to know who's coming, and then you need to uh, able to adapt your questions around the personnel rather than you just trying to ask like, you know, throughout. Oh yeah, what do you think of Ferrari and Red Bull? Do you think who's gonna get who's gonna win the race today? And man's like, I'm just here, I'm just here with my what my watch promoter now. So that's that's my take on it because this is gonna happen again. Because 
if it doesn't happen this season, it'll happen at fucking Las Vegas next year. So, and it'll be even more embarrassing. So, yeah, the, the producers are Martin. They need, need to fix up the pair of them. Vegas, of them. Vegas, Vegas will be worse. Vegas will be worse. Let me, let me say this, yeah. I think the way Formula One is approaching this and Liberty Media is wrong and Sky Sports. What they need to do, yeah, is if they really are interested in the celebrities and everything like that, what they need to do is have Martin Brundle talk to the people like Horner, Toto, all the people that drivers and stuff like that on the grid and get the Formula One talk sorted out and get somebody else to cele- interview their celebrities and just cut to them on the grid because this is nonsense. What what I listen, Brundle's not qualified to be talking to these celebrities. Because he doesn't know. Listen, listen, this isn't um this isn't um like uh like a catwalk or something like that. It's not yeah. like a celebrity show, it's not outside, it's not outside an award an award show, it's not this is not the BAFTAs, you know what I mean? Yeah. He get doesn't know talk, these people. Get him to talk to the F1 people. Get like, him to talk know, to the F1 the, the former former drivers, former racers, the FIA president. All of them, man, speak to you know, speak to Liberty Media people, speak to Ross Braun, speak to Stefano Domenichelli, you know, speak to everyone in F1 and then leave the celebrities for someone who knows about the celebrities. Someone younger, so, someone who's more in tune with the culture, someone exactly. who knows because again, the reality someone is someone looks like pit stop fracker, maybe uh, you know, uh, That's it's it. easy because it's, the, it's the, simple. The reality, the reality is that these guys are not coming to watch F1. They're coming to see Lewis. Mm. They don't know. What, they, don't, they don't have a Scooby. They just, they just. Michelle, Michelle Obama is in the Mercedes garage. She don't know what's going on in telemetry. It's, a, it's, a, it's, basic, it's basically me just saying. She don't know who Latifi is. It's basically me, exactly. Um, Nikki, oh, like. Nikki Minaj, Nikki Minaj racing. Oh God! <laughs> Get the right people in the right places. Basically, if you want to if you want to sell this sport to your casuals, if you want to sell your sport to those people that uh, are interested in these celebrities and stuff like that, hire the people that are, uh, that can facilitate that conversation. Why are we still using old methods in a new world where you're trying to push the sport in the social media era? Get some people that are under the age of thirty at least, brother. You're in. What are we doing it? It's you're in, you're in Miami. It's it's playoff season. Miami's in the playoffs. Dwayne Wade is there. DJ Khaled is there. Chip in some basketball questions. Say, you know what? Are you going to the? Are you you know? Are you going courtside later? You're going from pit side to courtside. You know, just put in something that these people understand. Get, get a TikToker. Get somebody. Get that guy that does uh, that spots trains on TikTok. Get him to do the, uh, uh, the celebrities. At least nah. he's got the camera in front of his face like that. You know what I mean? I basically, don't want to see him interview DJ Khaled, you know. Nah. This is car crash still. Uh, but, but yeah. Do you know who... Sorry, sorry Conley. Do you know who they should have got? Yeah, he was right there. That Danica Patrick. Because I, I know she knows... She definitely would have done man. it. She would have smoked that shit, 100%. She would have smoked that shit. But, listen, we're being very simple-minded, aren't we? To old white rich men who don't have a... Scooby, Brother, Scooby it's, doing it. It, look, so, let me know. It, like, it's easy. Man, like if Bryson was there, just get Bryson to talk to celebrities, bro. <laughs> just eat, eat. like get Tomo. Tomo was there. Tomo was there, right? Tomo. Oh yeah, Tomo was there. Get Tomo to do. Get us, get us, get us Tomo. Get us Tomo. Give us Tomo to the end of the season. 
I've got nothing. I've got nothing against Matt and Brando. Like you know, he's legend. When when it, when it comes to setting people of setting demographic, is drowning. Is drowning. Yeah. Like he's drowning. All, it's awkward to see. It's not even funny. It's painful. It's not. Like, it's, yeah. painful. It's, yeah. it's it's like it's basically like. And then I think I think I saw his tweet like come out and say you know I don't like these grid walks. Nah, brother, you love your grid walks because you've been doing it since you were in BBC. You're just drowning now because like Lewis is more popular than the sport, and is and and he has people from different places. When he's in certain places, they're gonna be there because they want to come enjoy the luxury of chilling with Lewis, who is their friend. And you don't no. even and you don't know how to approach it. Listen, yeah, yeah. Brando, look, what Brando's good at talking to ex drivers, talking to staff, getting info, getting details. Oh, you're working on the car, what's going on? Give me that information, Brando. Stick to that, man. Look, Brando stuck it on Zach Brown and kind of put pressure on him to uh give Andretti a drive in the car. And bloody Zach Brown agreed under pressure, bro. And now I've got 197-year-old Mario Andretti driving a McLaren in, in Colton this year. So there is positives to the grid walk. I wouldn't want it to go. But this week, Sky failed him, man. And he failed himself. Brundle fumble, man. No, I'm not going to lie. I stopped watching grid walks a while ago. So. <laughs> yeah. See, all of that no, build up. Know. All of that build up. All of that build up to the 10 year. Nah. I'm good, man. I'm just gonna log. No, in. the grid walk. The grid walk's a good thing. I don't, I don't want it. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I don't ever take it away. But that let's not do this anymore, please. It's a good thing. But, you know, like when that. I'm when I'm waking up for races, when I'm waking up for races in the middle of the night, I'm not waking up like thirty minutes to watch a grid walk, man. I'm just I'm gonna wake up when it's lights out. I'm not trying to like get me like formation lap and nah. I'm mm. even trying. I'm even trying to skip formation lap. Sometimes I start. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, one thing I observed. Yeah, why were they cheering for the formation lap? Because American. Like they, you know what? I thought it was the race. You know what I? Th- you know what I believe. You know when you? I don't know if you've gone to any of these house shows, like any of these TV shows, any of these like recorded TV shows, where like the producer comes out and bring like they bring out like a stick and say clap. Oh, like, a, like them sitcoms back I'm in the dead. day. Yeah. <laughs> they said clap for the cars going around on the formation lap. It's like, race ain't even started yet. It's like someone, someone just went around like, cheer, guys, cheer. And they're like, ooh. Bro, they were cheering like it was the four. Let's four. go, Max. <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> Let's was, go, Max. There was, this one, there was this one guy that the, that the camera caught when Max overtook Charles. Oh, he was with the veins oh, and everything. He was, was hot. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Let's go, Max. That was insane. That was, that was insane, crazy. bro. I've no, never no. seen an overtake celebrated like that in my time. Brother, he was Yo. crazy. He was on them yeah, yeah, yeah. steads, bro. So before, but, before, all right. no, before I, I wanted to talk on something. Before okay, we go, go, go into, like, the rest. What's with the FIA and jewelry? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, the FRA and jewelry, yeah? Jewelry, like, what's going oh, on? Oh, 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 oh. I don't get it. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, it's weird to me because people like Lewis Hamilton have been wearing jewelry this whole time. Now, uh, Big Ben Aki wants to be putting in rules 
to say you can't wear them things. You get me see FIA uh, uh, saying it's safety and stuff like that. I can understand certain jewelry like that. If you've got like a massive What's chain on underneath your drive, if you're doing a mat, if you're doing something that can't be taken out, because I hear you, if you crash and you like are unconscious and you need to go have an MRI or one of them things there, you can't actually have any of the things because if you've got jewelry on in the MRI, you're done at it, you're dead. Yeah. And they won't be able to take that stuff off. But a watch, you can take it off. You know what I mean? When when you're putting hospital gowns on, all them things there, you can sort all of that kind of stuff out. So safety-wise, that's a joke. I remember back in the day, Brundle's iced out on the grid. Iced out. Mm. Bear jewelry when he was driving. So I don't understand bear why all of a sudden... Bear drivers back in the day used to be iced out. 80s, they were, man, were dripped mm. out. These in the car, driving. And yeah, them, nah, them, bro, and them, man, their cars didn't even have power steering, bro. Them they, man, they talk about safety, they have nothing. Zero. They basically used to move like Miami Dons. Fun, have like three big Cubans. I start with... You know what? I you know what? I seen a tweet. You know, I saw a tweet oh. the other day. And and person was like, man's trying to implement Sharia law in the cars. And I died. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. He killed no. me. I wanted to... Someone, I, no, I someone was trying to... Uh, I I wish I bookmarked it because I've been looking for that tweet since. It was too funny. I'm going to call him Big Ben because it's the other Big Ben retired. Uh, Ben Solomon, whatever. Big Ben, yeah? Big Ben. Brother, uh, you can't be doing these things, man. Let, let it man. go, man. It's, it's, giving, go, man. it's giving, it's giving, I'm coming for Lewis. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Yeah. It's, it's, it, this is what you call an overcompensation, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you see governments doing this. You see uh, certain organizations do this. When they know they failed previously, they go completely the other direction and go ultra strict. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they know that FIA had how many failings last year as an organization in terms of in t- uh, enforcing the rules. Now they've gone the complete other direction and tried to enforce every single thing under the sun. You know what I mean? Okay. And surprisingly, it's only Lewis Hamilton that is iced out. Head, head, head to toe. So it's even the optics are looking nuts because you're only targeting my man. You're not targeting nobody else. Was, um, I think, no, I think because I, said... I know where it goes on. So sorry, I know goes yeah, on. Um, yeah, go funny, on. Look, I found a picture where he started watching on his ring on when he had that big crash as well. I'm guessing he wasn't his hand wasn't bent on that side as well, but. You know, it's it's funny because Danica Patrick was saying, "Oh, all over all her career, she she's been wearing jewelry, and it's never been an issue." That these men are just basically like doing too much in a way. Like I get, I get, you know, the big eye style chain and you know the bust down wrist and all that. I get that's enough. But if it's a little subtle thing, then I don't think it should be much of an issue, especially if you've got fireproof clothing on. Because that's another thing as well. They're going on about saying uh, what underwear you're wearing as well. Because saying, oh, we have a certain material on and then it'll be a bit peak. But it's like, fam, it's like, surely, if whatever gets through the fireproof suits, does it matter what what underwear you've got? Like, is it, like, you know what I mean? Dead. It's not... You might be dead already if it's got through the fireproof suit, bro. So, yeah, these I think these men are overdoing it a bit. To be fair. It's overcompensation. I'm telling you right now. And um, they need to pack it in. We ain't got time for build-ups on the weekend for a man to be talking about jewelry, man. Big man thing. Mm. But I'm going to move on. We're going to talk about the race. Let's talk about Ferrari versus Red Bull and how it uh, transpired. 
So we saw um, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz on the front row. We saw Max Verstappen third and um, Sergio Perez fourth. First corner, Carlos Sainz docked on by Max Verstappen quickly. It's as if he doesn't even need um, pole position at all, Max Verstappen. He's done he's, so. When, we've seen him win a race from fourth, third, and second, right? This season, I'm trying to think. He's won four races, right? Or has he won three? You're on mute. You're on mute, Richard. Sorry. Yeah, he's won three races this season. So in Jeddah, he was fourth place. He won. In Imola, he was on pole, right? Yeah. And he won. Yeah. Yeah. So he's won. So we've seen in his career, he doesn't really need pole position to win the race. Mm hmm. Straight away, uh, Charles Leclerc is trying to drive away. And by a lap 10, Max Verstappen has caught him and overtook him. I think it will turn one, um, which is kind of a slow corner as well. Mm. Not really putting up a fight, Charles Leclerc, in terms of defending. Do you want to just talk us through that sequence and like what your thoughts are on basically the decision-making of Charles Leclerc when Max Verstappen's right behind him? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, as it's, as you said, he, you know, Max quickly dispatched of a Carlos Sainz. It was a good overtake to be fair, so I won't put too much of a of a negative thing on Carlos. But then, um, you know, Charles, he managed to keep hold of the lead. He was, I think, he managed at some point to even get a second ahead of Max. But Max, you know, was slowly, surely chopping down uh, the gap between him and Charles, and with it on lap nine. He managed to just go into turn one, go I think going on in the inside and overtake Shaw. And Shaw didn't put up much of a fight. Um I don't know why that's the case. I mean, I don't know why maybe Shaw maybe maybe he's thinking because he's ahead of the championship and he thinks, you know, maybe I don't need to fight as hard at this current stage in time. That's why he's kinda of like, oh, okay, maybe I'll just, you know, I'll bust it open a little bit, you know. And then let Max do his thing, sort of thing. And I'll, maybe I'll get him back later on down the line, sort of thing. Maybe if the safety call comes out, maybe I'll try and get him back. But, you know, as you've seen, fast forward to when the safety car came out, he had 10 laps to get man. He was getting close, but not close enough. So I don't understand why the defence is so weak. I just, I can't calibrate it. Like, you can't say he's cracking up because we're only five races in. But then again, it's like, you know, what, are you a bit shook of Max? Or, like, you know, was you just trying to be more calculated in the situation? Or was it just head loss? I don't know. So, you're going to have to try to speak to people like Anik and whatnot. He'll give a very a, a mature answer as to the reason why. Or maybe he'll just uh, deflect, as he usually does. But, yeah, I can't really... Yeah, I, I can't tell you why Charles busts up so easily. But, yeah, just... Yeah, he can't, he can't afford to... Let this happen so often, also be on the championship. And then if he's on to play catch up to Max, he might lose though. Yeah, I think so. It's gonna, it's, it, I don't know if it's an indication or of what's gonna happen in the future, or maybe it's a conscious decision to say, okay, I'm not really going to um, defend too much here because I'm in the lead. You know, I, I don't really need to risk this. Um, a podium is good enough. I don't have the fastest car here, but. Um, he was, I don't know whether it was an attempt or a ploy to kind of do what he did previously, you know, with uh, Bahrain and Jeddah, where you kind of, 
let him go past and then get him in the in the next DRS zone. Um, mm. But as I've seen, not only in Imola, but back here as well, um, you can't really afford to do that with somebody like Max Verstappen at this moment in time. Like, especially if you're making mistakes when you're pushing. So we're seeing mistakes where he's going wide a bit and he's uh, overcooking the tyres and then he's saying, oh, it's, it's, this car's very difficult to drive and so on, even though he said it was perfect the whole weekend. Is, is, is this a problem that he's, he, he thought he was a bit too smart in that situation where he thought, okay, let me just let him slide past and I'll get him in the next DRS zone or what? It just doesn't... It's Maybe it's like symbolic of... Maybe does he have that dog in him? Because I don't think Max Verstappen in that situation the other way around yeah, does Max, what he did. Max don't back up. I think that's like traditionally stated. Like Max don't back up. If there's if there's if there's something to defend or attack, you know Max is going to be there. And if I think I think I think Charles is taking a wrong approach. I feel like if if there's any time to take the risk, I think now is that time. You know, like. It's early seasons. If we crash, we crash. Like, it's not, it's not do or die. I feel like it's easier to take the risk now and crash now, and then let the other person know that hey, look, I know you're moving a bit mad. I can move mad as well. But all of these opening doors and letting man just go by, like, with the hope of catching him, catching him later, it's not going to work because evidently your car is not as fast as this car on the straight. And the only way you're catching him is on the straight. Even with the, I think even with DRS, they couldn't. They still couldn't like. It was only just getting close. He couldn't get by or get side by side on the straight. So I don't know what the strategy is at Ferrari. I don't know if they, maybe they're just saying, you know what? Maybe they're just giving it up to say, if Max come, if Max is, if he's around the corner, it's all right. We're leading the championship. Don't fight it too much. Just bring the cars on. If it's P2, it's fine. If it's P, if it's, you know, I don't know how, like, is one, is one, is it one, two or three races this year? Charles Leclerc has won two, race, two races, right? right? Yeah. He's won, he's won, he's won Charles three, Max three. Leclerc won three. two, right? And of those two, Max did not finish one. Which is, and if Max did finish and finished P2 in both of those races, he'd be long gone right now in terms of championship points. So, so in one in those two, one of them was Bahrain, right? Max didn't finish Bahrain, did he? No, yeah, engine cut out. It cut out, engine cut out. So like Bahrain was where he let Max go, and then he caught it, and then he caught him again in that same sort of DRS um, detection or spot. And the other one, Max didn't finish. Max didn't finish. So it's like when it's come to you going head to head with this guy, you're not. So far, the eye test is saying you're backing out more than you're going for it. You know, at Imola, when in the sprint, I was like, I defended him a bit there. Like, you know what? It's the sprint. You can't move mad in the sprint. You can't defend too hard in the sprint. It's a long race tomorrow. P2, P1. You're almost side by side at the start. If you get a good start, you're jumping him at the start. If you're if you're close enough, you can undercut or overcut and still jump it. But now, if that's going to be the habit, then is it still wheel-to-wheel racing? Are we just letting people go by? Like, what exactly are we doing here? My concern here, my concern here, as the season stretches on, yeah, is 
not not the defending part, not the defending aspect, because that that can come in time because you're gonna learn about how Max Verstappen drives and what you need to do. And obviously the risk if you're you take more risks if you're behind in the championship than when you're ahead. You you think more. You're like, okay, let me not risk this. You you become a bit more a bit more tentative. But my issue is when it came to the situations where you have to actually chase Max down. Uh, he he seems to overdrive the situation. He's riding the curbs high. He's 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 looking out of control when he's trying to chase him down. But that's but that's and, that's Charles though. He did that. It did. Is is always been that person. You remember Turkey um, two years ago when he was going it was going after was it Paris? Yeah, when he's chasing Perez for third, I think. I think. It was chasing Perez for second third. Or second. Or second. No, second. I think no, he, he was on the second. Yeah, he was. It was, was. It was third. It was chasing Perez for second. And he literally overdrove and it went wide. And he gave and then he, first he gave, he gave he gave the podium and he was saying, I'm so stupid, I'm so I'm so sorry, I'm so dumb. How many times no, no, are you gonna be how many times sorry. are you gonna say yeah, sorry, Richard, go on. No, sorry, he was running second, yeah, and then he bottled it on the second to last turn, and then Checo and Vettel overtook him and he got fourth. That's what happened. No, it was I think he was chasing and it went wide. No, no, he was second. Was... He, he was he was comfy second. Oh, and we'll, we'll, reach man. we'll reach. We'll check. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you the evidence. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry. Like, and then, so no. it's like he has that habit of overdriving. Look at was it was it him? Um, where did he go wide again recently? When he well, went from, Imola, when he swam, when he swam, when he went from second to sixth, or he went yeah, Imola, 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 jumped on like, the curb. He had no reason to do that. Keep your car on track, and go after where you're going after, like. If there's free, there's free space in front of you. There's no one, no one's coming. You're not driving under any pressure from behind. That's the annoying thing. Like the person behind is not putting you in any sort of pressure. You're literally going after someone in front. You're chasing. You have free air. You have you have good tires. You don't overcook. First thing, don't overcook your tires. Like, because why are you overcooking your tires? One thing when you're a front runner. And Lewis Hamilton is a great example of this. Is when you're front runner, please manage your tires. Don't be doing a mazzy. So this is a, this is a marathon. This ain't a sprint. Yeah. You need to manage your tires. And one thing Max Verstappen did in that race is manage his tires properly. Yeah. yeah? Second, I, I implore people to look back after that safety car when Leclerc was quite close and he was having DRS and stuff like that. The moment he got out of DRS, it's because he was riding curbs. Max Verstappen, when he's going through um, that little bus stop chicane where it's really tight and it's uphill, Max Verstappen's not even touching the curb at all. This guy is flying over the curbs like Colin McRae, like I said in the last in the pod. And then you're losing time, and then you're out of DRS, and then you're done. It's about managing the races, but I think that comes with time. He's not been in the front since what nineteen. This is it needs to be like a kind of maturity thing. I know we say all this stuff about Max Verstappen, about him being immature and him being a dangerous driver and all that type of stuff like that. But in terms of managing a race and dealing with that when he's at the front, this guy's light years ahead of uh, Charles Clerk. Absolutely light years ahead of actually not overdriving and managing the tyres and stuff like that. He knows he knows he's how got, to manage the situation. He's got championship. He's got championship experience. Exactly. And that's one thing that, even if, let's say, for example, hypothetically, if Leclerc doesn't win, he will gain that experience this year by going against somebody like Max. And if hopefully if like Mercedes fix up, then Hamilton will be involved in anything like that. But you gain those experiences over time. I don't I wouldn't say he's the finished article at this moment in time. I think he does have those mistakes in him. One thing I will say is I don't really see in a race, 
I don't really see Max Verstappen make too many mistakes. Even last season. The only time he made mistakes is when he was doing wheel-to-wheel someone. He's not cooking his tyres, chasing somebody down. Or just like uh, going wide on certain corners for no reason. He, he's, he knows how to manage the situation well. Um, we'll see how it kind of plays out. What you know, some people, you, you know, some people, might... you know, you know, what Leclerc needs to speak to? Who? Seb. Seb had would that. You, do you think Seb would uh, do better in this situation in this car? Right now, oh, maybe God. current Seb. Current Seb, maybe not. But Seb, Seb and the Red Bull. You know, Seb had that period at that Red Bull where, regardless of where he qualified in, he just always felt like he would find his way to P one or P two. And not make many mistakes, unless it was raining. Unless it was raining, when it rains, then <laughs> when it rains, then Look, Seb's let like... me ask you this, Conley. Let me ask you this, Conley. Yeah. Do you think that's a, a an omen now? Because obviously, Max Stappen has never won. A, no, um, Charles Leclerc has never won a race without having pole position. In his, I don't know. And right? most most people that are world championship material, they've won multiple races without pole position. I mean. The question, the question is, if if there's a bad day at the office in Ferrari, the car don't start on Saturday, can it come from twentieth to first? Mm. That's a very unrealistic target. But can no, I'm, go, saying, I'm just saying, can, can he can he come from ninth to first? Can he come? come can he come from ninth? I mean, we've seen drivers go from twentieth to second. Yeah, that's we've seen it happen. With, with, with everything going your way, everything goes your way. Right time to right time to pit, safety car and all that. We've seen it happen. But like, can you go from tenth to like? Max, so, Max, did Ma- it. Ma- no, Max went from what twentieth to second in Sochi. That was kind of yeah, but Sochi was a terrorism of a race. Like. No, but what I'm saying is, sometimes, like you kind of have to display that. Okay, obviously he's in, he's very good qualifier, but you got 14 yeah. poles and four wins. That ratio is not it's looking, looking a bit. Looking too yeah, what's that issue? If so, the question now is, if you get. If you have a bad start and you go from P1 to P6, can you recover back to P1 in a way? Or can you can you at least chase down the leader and make a strategy work for you? Because he's not giving me that. He's not giving me like he's not. I don't know. Anik is not here to answer questions because I don't no, know. No, is no, it, no. He's, hi- is, he's hiding. He's hiding. No, but is what, it, okay. Is it car? No, what? Let, can I be Anik for a second? I'll say this. He doesn't have the fastest car. What do you do? I've got a question. I've got a question for you, Conley, yeah? Yeah. For, and for the people that are listening, obviously, uh, Leclerc doesn't have a fast car. He's got a race-winning car, though. He's got a race-winning car. Uh, for the majority of uh, Max's career, he's done, he didn't have the fastest car. He was still he won, And he won races. Mm. Let, 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 me ask, let me say this, yeah? To the people that... Um, let me ask you this question, um, Richard, yeah? Ferrari have been quite open about um, not... not Working on this 2022 car from like 2019, code to 2019, they said we're packing it in, we're working on this car. So tell me why a team with unlimited resources, yeah, veto power over the sport, over regulations, the biggest name in F1, yeah, the most money in F1, yeah, why don't they have a rocket ship? Why? Why well, are they? Why are they in a? Why are they in a, a race with somebody that was bringing upgrades up until Abu Dhabi last year? I mean, man, they were telling me. Man, well, they were telling me Binotto was in the factory, screen using the spanners and tools and everything. So they said Binotto's the genius here. So telling, tell, yeah. tell me, Richard. Tell me, Richard. Uh, what? Why? Why with all of this advantage? 
it's okay for them not to have the, the best car right now. And then to say, oh, Red Bull's got the best car. We can't really do anything about it. So let me know. Well, if, you know, as, as you, the things you mentioned, um, it should, they should have a rocket ship. They should be absolutely blowing everyone off the water right now, but they're not. Then it just screams in personnel. They just maybe haven't got, I don't want to say the right personnel, but they haven't got maybe the best personnel in that team. Because, you know, you're right. They, they should technically have a rocket ship. Red Bull should not be in the conversation. It should be Sainz and Shaw absolutely one, two, every single race, every single quality, blowing everyone out the water. If you've got a two and a half year head start, but we're not seeing them. We're seeing, you know, at least in one advantage, Red Bull are quicker than Ferrari on the streets. Why is that the case? If allegedly Ferrari have the best engine. So. The mafia really mafia. It just says to me personal. You know, as you said, they're saying, oh, yeah, Bernardo was skipping races. Let's go back to the factory. Go, hmm, do that head nod there. Yeah, keep doing that. And now, you know, you know, Max is free to up on show. So, it's, boy, that's that's what it says to me. It says to me personnel. You know, this personnel at the factory maybe are, you know, head of head of um, class. And maybe, you know, the driver lineup, maybe it's not as good as what maybe some people think it is. But, you know, apparently they're the best two on the grid, according to some people. But we're going to see this season if that, um, what is it, those allegations per se live up to the case. Because if they don't win constructors, then there's going to be question marks at the day least. So that's all I'm going to say. And if Charles doesn't win, gone if they don't win. Listen, and Charles, and Charles uh, if Charles doesn't win the championship as well, because he, he was at one point, what, 35 points cleared of Max or whatever, there's going to be question marks there. Yeah, there's going to be question marks over him as well as to why Charles bottled the 40-point lead, hypothetically, if Max wins the championship. So there's going to be a lot of questions. If there's going to be all this advantage, all this power, all this money, and you want to in a, a title race, there shouldn't be a title race, per se, against other teams if you've got all these advantages. But we're going to say, because you need to bear in mind as well, Red Bull were upgrading last year as well. They were upgrading hella races last year. And now they came into 2022 with new regs, still competitive. Whereas Mercedes, they went backwards. So, Ferrari, you know, they've had two years off. Why is it, you know, you're in a fight with a different constructor? But, listen, it's going to be scary hours. I know, yeah, just to um, correct, fact check off before. Yeah, Charles, Charles was chasing down Perez. He just yeah. had the for, for a couple of seconds and then locked up. And then locked Max up. and Chico went right past him, yeah. I just yeah. Check, so yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what's equivalent? Do you know what's funny about this? We saw in the, we saw Mercedes have a bit of a head start for the turbo hybrid era. When that 2014 hit, Rosberg and Hamilton were dunking on everybody, right absolutely on. everybody. Mercedes right. was dunking on everybody, and it that's what I expected for. And then that's what I expected from Ferrari. Whenever I see a new regulation, I expect the team to just be dunking on everybody. They were putting one and a half seconds on people. One we're and races half. By Listen, they were, they, were, they were dunking on everybody. And that's what I expect. You know, you know that's not you been bad, you know, You know how bad that 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 um that initial dunking was? Bahrain, Bahrain I think 2014, mm. when Mercedes still 2014. Those, when they still used to use those hashtags, like desert in, duel in the desert. There was a safety car, like 10 laps to the end. And Lewis and Rosberg were battling, and they still put 
about 20 seconds on the person that came third. And, th- and was, that's what—that's the expectations for Ferrari. I, I mean, that's what I thought. I thought it would be Ferrari. I thought it would be Charles and Carlos going that at it back. But can I, let me ask you a question, Conley. Let me ask a question. So yeah, go for it. Bonotto recently came out and he said he doesn't think Red Bull can maintain its upgrade push and keep it within the F1 budget cap. Do you think um, Bonotto's underestimating Red Bull right now? Because there was a budget I mean, cap last year and they kept yeah. on bringing up Reds. You know what? I don't even know if Red Bull followed the budget cap at this point. I think they're using both their budget cap and Alpha Tuarez's budget cap. It's like... That's mad illegal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal. Because literally, it felt like they were bringing they were bringing an upgrade every race last year. You know, one minute Mercedes thing. You know what? We finally have these people. We finally got like on the same level. And then the next race, they're coming with like a truckload of of new parts. Who, who's the team that's known for cheating? Though? Um, Gracia, Gassi, Gracia, Tutti, Gracia, Mili. So. It's a bit. It's a bit of a sticky yeah, one. Like, at least use your cheating power to get these guys nicked or something. Obviously, I mean, everybody's accusing you. Everybody's accusing that. What you just accused? Everybody's accusing Ferrari and Haas of doing that. Yeah, they're they're definitely clearly doing that. They're basically testing out parts on Haas and saying, "Okay, it works. We're gonna use it." Ferrari must be seething that their their car is not the fastest car right now. But what I don't understand, like, it makes no sense. How are they not the fastest car right now? It, it makes no sense. Make, when you look at the grand scheme of thing, if you look at how they were talking, do you, you see know, the kind of do you see the kind of press oh, they were, and they were information talking, that was coming out in December? They were and talking, January? They were talking what? They were talk, they were I didn't hear nothing. For, I didn't hear nothing about Red Bull. Everyone was saying, you know, Red Bull were pushing so far, so much that. They're probably going to be like the third, but everyone thought Red Bull would be what Mercedes are this year. I thought so too. Like, let's skip it about everyone. That's basically what it was like. You know what? Red Bull focused so much energy on last year's car. They're not going to have anything this year. And this year is going to be recovery for them. Like, they're going to see, they're going to play catch up. No one saw them slapping up Percival's head. Boy. Listen, yeah. it's, it's it's crunch time for Ferrari, man. We'll see what what they're saying. They said they're going to bring uh, a major upgrade in I, I, you know Barcelona I, as well. You know what I think? I think because Mercedes have not been good, Ferrari are slightly getting away with it because everyone is talking about how a Mercedes is not good, not not it's not enough. How a Ferrari not clear? Yeah, that's not that should be the narrative, but it's not the narrative. It's not the narrative. Ferrari clear. Yeah, so, so again, I mean, I don't know. I'm it's gonna be one or two. It's, oh, it's wait, one wait, two I mean, yeah, you said it. it's one of two. Give things, the options. Right? It's one of two things. It's either the team is trash and they're not performing optimally, or the driver is not, you know, good enough to extract the best out of the car. Wh- so, which one? You know, whoever we, we, the. We know what we're talking about. Do you know what they call it? They call it Sophie's choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not It's not a good choice for any Ferrari. Who's that? They have to decide. They've got to decide. I need to understand either why. The, your team's the, incompetent and they can't build a rocket ship even though we have all the advantages or your drivers are not good enough. I mean, it's one of the two things. But I'll, 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 I'll leave that for the Ferrari fans. To I'll leave, yeah. 
if you're Anik, listening to this on your commute, just you dwell on that. You know, Anik, like Anik, Anik you JL, the new fans, C- CC, Catch, <laughs> Chris, you Chris, you, Chris, and you too, Chris too, because I know you'd be a close Hey, Chris hates fan. his team. Shout out to Chris, man. He hates his own team. <laughs> I love that. But hear what, yeah? Yeah. Um, another win for Max Verstappen. Um, they said he wasn't going to win any races this year. Yeah, it's counting. It's counting then, bro. What's, what's the next? What's next up? What's next up for him? He's, I don't know, man. He's, he's but he's collecting the Infinity Stones right yeah, now. Yeah, so him um, say Alonso's up next on on Win on Win's chat. Just, oh yeah, hey Alonso, hey Alonso's mm, close. I'm ready. Oh, I'm hey, ready. So we could we could probably see in the next year or so Max Verstappen be a top five all wins. This is crazy, bro. Yeah, top crazy. five all time yeah. wins, you know. Bloody hell! But all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about a little battle that happened on track between George Russell and Lewis. Mm. Safety. Oh, what did they safe- have to say? They they had to say uncomfortable conversations. Safety car tax. Is is George? Uh, I'm gonna, let me come to uh, Kunle. Yeah. Safety car tax. Is it safety car tax? Is it it's safety is, car tax? Brother. Okay, let, let, let me let me word this question. Let me word this question. Yeah, yeah. Is Lewis just running into bad luck this season with these strategy calls and safety cars and stuff like that? And is George getting like the luck of the green? You know, like he's just getting extremely lucky, or is it deeper than that? What's going on? I mean, so five races in, first race in Bahrain, Lewis was ahead. Second race was Jeddah, right? That was the first safety car incident of VSC, one of the two. It was safety car, safety car. It was safety car, right? Oh, 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 oh yeah, it was safety car. Yeah, definitely well, safety car. Yeah. So basically, it's he could have made it, but the strategy was not. They were not clear. Are we coming in or are you staying out? It doesn't make it, and that's it. Basically, that's number one. Um, the next race is... What race was that? Was it Imola next? No, Australia next. It was Australia after Jeddah, right? Yeah, Australia after Jeddah. Australia was after Jeddah. And Australia was... What happened in Australia again? It was, there wasn't a safety car in Australia. It was more of like DRS train or something like that. Or Imola was DRS train. An element of bad qualifying too. Element was black. Element element of bad qualifying. But then we get to um, we get to where we are yesterday. Um, sorry, on Sunday, and from where from where Lewis was on the track, if he pits, he definitely loses track position. But they, but then you have to remember, George is behind, right? George George could easily comfortably pit get on new tyres and come out and still keep position. <laughs> you know what? I think he was damned if he did, he damned if he don't. If damned, he don't pit, if you don't he's pit. Good, uh, Russell's got fresh tyres. If he does pit, he's too far he has, away. He's too far away. He has to come through. You would have to go for about two or three cars before he gets to Russell. It might not be enough time. Yeah, uh, do you know what I think? Is it is it? We're seeing a lot of suggestive talk on the on the radio from strategy saying, um, like, what do you think? So on. There's a lot of there's a lot of uncertainty 
about the type of radios they sent to Lewis and even sent to George as well. And I don't know whether is it is it George I maybe just this. being a little bit more assertive because George George said George said to them I'm I'm going long because they don't have a Scooby. We've put Mercedes strategy on fraud watch for over a year. We put it on fraud watch time ago. Hey, we were remember, the first platform to hey, say remember, these guys are fraud. Remember, remember when I said it that time? These men have been they've been they've been far away from the grind. They don't oh, they don't they don't know how to battle no more. The strategy teams they stopped they didn't know how to but they, they didn't you know they stopped battling they don't know how to battle no more it's like we're comfy and now it's time to start battling again they're drowning they're doing the same thing they did to Lewis like suggestive radios instead of affirmative radios it, now you got now you're listening George clocked it and I don't know whether this is because he was in Williams and he had to do that type of stuff he had to, he had to do that. Yeah, but he's he's literally on the radio telling them, man, I've decided my own race here. I'm going long, and it worked out for him. Plus, also, I think I think I think they look at it with him. I, I spy. It's not it's nothing to lose. It's something to gain. And it's the opposite for Lewis. It's opposite situation. for Lewis in that situation. It's more of it's something he, you can gain. You he can picks, gain. He might finish behind Bottas. Exactly. But if he doesn't pay, only one person, only one person can possibly beat you if you don't pay. So we're, we're, we're gonna have to keep an eye on this situation further. Yeah, but that that, well, that you know James 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 Vowell is on watch. Like, and I need I need people to leave Bono out of this. This is not Bono is just a pit. It's just a race engineer and everything. Like James makes the yeah they they slandering Bono, uh, Bono on the timeline. No, though. leave Bono, man. Bono's just. Bono's a good dude from a good home, just trying to make a living, man. He's just trying to feed his children. Leave Bono. Leave Bono alone. That's the that's Leave the alone, thing. Uh, but we're we're see, we're gonna see some sort of like disharmony within the Mercedes camp. Uh, I mean, for the, for as the, this continues, because for the first, I'm not gonna lie, George is for cooking. The, for the he is cooking. He is cooking. I'll give the kid his credit, but then I did say they would. Be, I did say he'll be finishing P5, P6. So it's not really far off from what I said. It's just that I didn't expect Lewis to be behind him. <laughs> I mean, I did say it was going to be finishing P5, P6, P, you know. I wasn't expecting any top steps. I mean, out of both of them, okay, they both got podiums this year, right? Yeah, they both finished P3. One in yeah, Bahrain, they both one finished in P3. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's head to head, judge might be leading, but then it's circumstantial like situations. Um, what I want to say is that. Mercedes need to fix. They need to fix. They need to get their head together. Because, like, for the first time in a long time, Lewis has come out and says, hey, look, I'm doing my job on the track. I need the team to do their job. Like, he don't usually do that. He's going to come, he's going to come and say, you know what, I trust my team. We win together. We lose together. But, you know, he was laughing while saying it, but you could tell he was frustrated. Like, you know, why do you have to leave it up to me to carry you all the time? Do you know, we're going to talk about it deeper and actually look at it in context of last season and this season and what's actually been done, yeah? But there is a scenario where if Mercedes are not good and they're saying we're going to work on the W14, that um, George can really cook in this situation because Lewis Lewis will have no interest in this kind of midfield battle. No, he's, he, he's at the stage of his career where he's, tra he's trying to get a championship here. He ain't got time for this. And he'll be looking for that car that needs to be winning races at the end of the day. And George is very much happy just to be here at the end of the day.
but we'll look at we'll look into this a little bit further, especially after the Barcelona uh, um, after the Barcelona upgrades and we see where out because it's very much do or die. So if you are listening, that Barcelona pod is going to be extremely spicy. Um, we'll go on to the final bit of the pod. Um, driver of the weekend. So Paul said Max Verstappen. Do you guys disagree or do you have any other nominations that you'd like to put up? Mm, for the weekend, okay. But because Ocon sort of like dropped the car in it, so yeah. It would have been Ocon for me. It was a recovery drive, but it was recovery, so from his own era, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Ocon did well. He thought he started from P twenty, finished P nine. No, was it P nine? P eight. P eight. P eight. He's cooking, mm. man. God damn. Uh, Alonso's in trouble, man. Your boy's in trouble <laughs> uh, still. Uh, Alonso in trouble. Uh, Alonso in trouble. Uh, Alonso. So, so, so. Alonso so, in trouble. So, what's the correct? What's the correct number one driver in Alpine? Le, le, le baguette. Uh, it, it's the guy with two t- the titles, twenty-eight race wins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I hey. has one race win with Hey, stay calm, Richard, man. Mr. Todd Cantwell, hashtag by itself. You're going to catch Rico charges and then talk. All I know is that Alonso is coming in He's doing treacherous drives. Alonso getting slammed out? Hey, 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 hey. Richard, Richard, Richard. Who's your nomination? Who's your nomination driver today? Driver the weekend. Is it Max? Driver the weekend. Uh, yeah, it is Max, but honorable shout out to uh Ocon as well. He had, he had a really good job. Um, George, of course, P15 to P5. No, nope. no, Albon. Oh, yeah, Albon. Oh, yeah, of course, Albon as well. He got he got P10 but up, got upgraded to a P9 because of a Alonso penalty. Honorable shout out to Seb as well. He was on a PA before he got clattered by a uh, Michael Son as well. He's so his own child, his stepchild. Took him up. Yes, yeah, steps on to boy. Listen, no one wins when the family feuds in it. Where's the Jay-Z? Aye, that Mick radio was hilarious. It was my it's my corner. I was like, okay, man. You know what it was Come like? On. It's like you you know when you get in trouble with your dad, like you you've messed up and you're like, I didn't mean to though. You know what I mean? That was awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he he's panicking, he was worried because Bro, he, instead of effing and blinding on the radio, it's Pete, man. No, the ladies. Uh, Latifi Award. Um, I'm sad to say it, but the poll came in and it's Alonso. That's yeah, one, uh, I, agree. I agree with that. I, 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 I fully agree with that. that. Honorable shout out to uh, Charles as well. And it started so. It started so. It started why, so why is Charles well. getting a Latifi Award? He can finish like Not Charles, man. Not, where's the shameless? Listen, listen. As you, as you know. People are probably thinking what is YSL, but I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you what YSL is. Listen, there's a certain artist called Young Fog. Him and him and his crew, all, all 28 of them, got hit with a Rico charge. If you don't know what a Rico is, Google that. I'm not I'm not telling you what it is. But it's not to do with rackets, not tennis. I'll just give you that. You know, he he, he got hit. They got hit with, hit with a Rico charge. A couple of people saying, "Ooh, who's in YSL?" Look, do the maths. Ferrari's red. You know, YSL have air ties to the Bloods. YSL, what's it stand for? Young, young game, Charles Leclerc. Do the maths. He should, he should, he should hold the Vico charge instead of Young Folk because if he's he ain't got that dog in him, as Mahad would say, he ain't got that dog in him to win a world championship. 
he should hold the Vico charge for the crew in it. That that's my take. So boy. But yeah, yeah um, what's um, I gonna say? Um Mahar, can, yeah, you, can, you, kindly, Mahar, can, Mahar, can you kindly do the disclaimer? That um only reflects the views of Richard, aka Todd Cantwell YSL and Todd Cantwell YSL only. Um <laughs> He's, he, he suggests that Young young Fog should be the number one driver at Red Bull, <laughs> at a Ferrari. This is insane stuff. Um, yeah, Lord have mercy. Who, who, I'll let you, man. You, man, cook Alonso, man. He started well. That's the annoying thing. That's the funny thing. He started well. No, he, he, qualif- he qualified badly, man. He qualified badly. He got four mm. places at the start. Mm, he did. Yeah, he, he, fr- did. he fried a couple, man, at the beginning. So. He fried. If, he, he bumped into Lewis, though. Yeah, a little tire kiss. It was a little tire. It was a little tire. It was skirt. It was a tire to tire. It's like, yo, my G, I'm here still. Like, you know, what's inside? He was cutting corners like he was Colin McRae. Yeah, I see the I see the footage. It's got that penalty is deserved. He just corners a lot. He does that a lot these days. He did a nothing name. What's it? Sochi. Sochi. He went. That was a little. Hey, listen, I'm only giving we're giving Alonso ratings because he was the first guy to say, "Yo, Michael Mass is a bum," and started beef with his don. He started it from early last season. He did that. He did that. He said his penalties are not consistent. He's a bum. He don't know what he's doing. From early, he foretold that, but he's he 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 had a howl over a weekend. La howla. Yeah, but he's but yeah, he he caught he he yeah not this weekend. It wasn't his weekend this weekend at all. Really Isn't he a five no down to Ocon as well? Is he five down? No, no, no come on. Yeah, hey, listen, if Ocon, if Ocon if Ocon don't win the head to head, he bottled it, bro. Hey. Bottled, yeah, fully five down. I agree with that. Mm. Five no, check the stats, B. Right. Here. I think Jeez. this is a good place to end the pod. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Respect my guy Alonso, bro. My hand in the pod. Give me that. Respect my guy Alonso. Um, we'll be back uh, next week um, with another pod because we don't go away. We don't go away because it's just not, not race weekend. We we bring out a pod every week. Sorry for the delay. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, you usually listen to it on Monday. Blame Alec. Blame Alec. Yeah. Um, I am A N I K P ninety one P ninety one. I am yes. That's his A N I K P ninety one. Blame him. <laughs> Um, all right, you know you know where to find us on Twitter <laughs> at pitstopfracker, on YouTube at pitstopfracker, on Instagram at pitstopfracker. Um, find us on Spotify and on Apple. Please give us a review. Please give us your comments, man. You know, not coming. We're, we're putting sorry. the full pod out. Yeah, we're putting the full pod out on YouTube and them things there as well. Come on, brother, show some love out here, B. Um, even, if, even if it's it, 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 Italian, you know, pizza fracasso. Yeah, man. You know, mm. fracasso. Pitstop fracasso. Okay, uh, catch us out next week uh, with a new pod. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.